Hello, my name is Cynthia B. Jackson, and my passion is to add value to the lives of others through prayer, teaching, and words of encouragement. Welcome to Speaking Encouraging Word Podcast. My podcast focuses on sowing God's Word in the hearts of many so that we can live it out in our lives. I am an author, a transformational speaker, a teacher, and a prayer intercessor. You can check out my website on CynthiaBJackson.com, my YouTube channel, Cynthia B. Jackson So, and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. So, I have a question for you. Have you ever labored to bring forth your God-ordained assignment, calling, gifts, and talents, only to feel disconnected and disengaged once you have given birth to them? The Holy Spirit recently revealed to me that when this happens, we are experiencing spiritual postpartum depression. Yes, I know postpartum depression is related to when we actually have a baby, when women actually have a baby, but I believe that there is a thing called spiritual postpartum depression. Spiritual postpartum depression is when you give birth to your assignment and calling, and then the enemy steps in and convinces you that you do not have what it takes to nurture and bring it to full maturity. The phrase spiritual postpartum depression is so similar to postpartum depression, which is what some women, as I say, go through after they have given birth to a baby. They feel disconnected and a lack of feelings towards the baby they have just given birth to. They begin to withdraw from the blessings that they had just given birth to. They find it hard to get excited about what God has done through them by bringing life into this world. This is not God's will for our lives to feel disconnected from what we've given birth to. When he gives us our calling and shows us our purpose, it is his desire that we nurture it and bring it to full maturity. He does not want us to leave our calling on the back burner or ignore it or sit it in a corner or ignore it to the fact that you don't nurture it. Just like a mother connects with her baby, breastfeeding the baby, providing them with love, attention, and affection, God wants us to do the same with our spiritual babies. Just think about that. You have given birth to something that God placed on the inside of you. And just like you took care of your baby when you give it birth to it, for those that may have children that are listening to this podcast, God wants you to have that same affection and attention for your calling, for your purpose, for your gifts, for your talents, and for your ministry. There may be someone on this listening to this podcast that may have lost their love for the ministry that God has called you to do. I just want to encourage you right now that God has given you the strength and the fortitude to give birth and labor to see it come to pass. Don't leave it alone. Stay engaged with it. So how do we move from being in a spiritual postpartum depression state to a place where we are actively nurturing what God has given us? He, as I said, has already given us the fortitude and the courage and the strength to bring it forward. And I know that God does not want us to leave it alone. He's given us everything we need to see what he's 
allow us to give birth to, to full maturity. On today's Speaking Encouraging Word podcast, I will be sharing three spiritual strategies that I believe will move you from being stuck in a spiritual postpartum depression condition to actively nurturing and taking care of what God has given you the strength, the courage, and the fortitude to bring forward. Strategy number one, you have to acknowledge where you are currently sitting when you are experiencing spiritual postpartum depression. How did you get there? How do we get to a place where we're so excited about what God has done and we see it, we labor for it, only to look at it in such a way that is so disengaging or clueless, so to speak. I know for me personally, I've been through seasons where God has instructed me to do something and I've done it and I'm excited and I see a part of it come to pass and then I get lazy, right? And then I have to acknowledge that I'm sitting in a lazy seat. <laughs> I've made I've made myself, um, I've actually done it to myself. I believe the lie that I couldn't fulfill it, that I couldn't finish it. Maybe somebody said a, a comment about the initial stage that it was in. Uh, maybe somebody said, oh, everybody's doing that. And then I withdrew from what it was that God called me to do. Or maybe you have allowed what you've given birth to be a burden to you and it's not fulfilling your life then you have to go to God and ask him what happened Lord what changed my attitude towards the thing that you gave me the courage to bring forth and you have to be transparent and in this stage in this strategy number one you have to ask God to help you through this process you have to also listen when you're asking him where you're sitting. You have to hear his part and not shy away from the truth. You know, Adam and Eve hid themselves behind the fig leaves because they were ashamed. And the enemy would love for us to be ashamed of what we did not do. But I'm here to encourage you that God never wants you to walk in shame. He just wants you to be transparent about where you are sitting what caused you to stop pursuing and stop loving and taking care of your spiritual baby strategy number two shift your thinking about what god has called you to do you're gonna have to shift your thinking remember god calls you to do his work he has not called us to do our own work and so you have to realize that what you are doing, you're doing it for God's glory. And so every time God gives you instructions on what to do, you have to think about it. Lord, I am doing this for you. I am making sure that everything that you called me to do is getting done. Because guess what? God is giving you the strength to do it. If God is giving you the plan, the strategies, the wisdom, and the strength to give birth to your calling, then you need to make sure he's involved in every aspect of what it is you are doing. Sometimes we lose our love for God and what he's called us to do because we think that the success of it relies on our own strength. But I'm here to tell you, it is God's strength that we need to fulfill what he's called us to do. Remember, 
God calls us to do his work. We are partners with him. We go to him through prayer. We read his word to gain revelation. And we ask him, Lord, what it is that you've called me to do. And when you do that, I truly believe your love for doing what he's called you to do will not leave. Now, I understand you may get tired. You may get tired sometimes and even frustrated. But you always remember that we are doing God's work, not our own work. We get to do it with him, not apart from him. He's leading us along the highways. He's leading us in the path of righteousness. We rely on his strength. We rely on him to give us guidance. So you have to shift the way you're thinking. Shift it back to thinking that I am doing God's work. You know how you felt when you first received Jesus into your life? Or if you haven't received Jesus into your life and you're listening to this podcast, I want to encourage you to do so. He is the lover of our soul. He died on the cross for your sins and he wants you to know him more intimately. It is through Christ that we live, think, and have our being. He is our life and the length of our days. So if you don't have a relationship with him, then I encourage you to stop right now, get on your knees and ask him into your life. Ask him to heal your heart. Ask him to remove every every belief system that is keeping you from trusting him. He will lead you to him. This is what God wants for us. He wants us to have that exciting spirit, us exciting feeling about how when we first gave our life to him. I know for me, I felt like a weight of bricks had lifted off of me. And I felt so free. And it just wasn't a feeling in my heart, I felt free. It was something that had transformed my heart and I could never go back to the way I was thinking before. So you have to shift your thinking about what God has called you to do. Remember, God calls us to do his work, not our own work. He gets the glory. Just like a mother who finds out that she's having a baby She is excited and she can't wait to see her baby. And she can't wait to see her baby grow up. Go back to that moment in your ministry where God gave you the revelation knowledge of it. You were excited. You were getting ideas. The Holy Spirit was revealing to you exactly what you needed to do. God does not want you to ignore or feel disconnected from giving birth to what he's called you to do. And be. There's legacy in your ministry. There's legacy in the ministry that you have given birth to. So you can't stop nurturing it. You cannot stop nurturing your calling. You cannot stop nurturing your your assignments. You cannot stop nurturing your purpose. You cannot stop nurturing your ministry. There's legacy. Don't you understand that when you actually pursue and go after all that God has called you to do, that many people will be blessed by you. Many people will be blessed by your perseverance, by your tenacity to stay engaged with all that God has called you to do, your gifts, your calling, your purpose, your assignment. Stay engaged, nurture your baby. Think of, I go back to this, think about you having your baby. 
you would not leave your baby to the side and not feed it, right? You would not comfort your baby. You would not nurture it. And so God wants you to have that same attitude towards the things that he has allowed you to give birth spiritually. Take care of your spiritual babies. Strategy number three. Don't believe the I can't lie. I'm just going to say that again. Don't believe the I can't lie. If God gave you the wisdom and the courage to give birth to your assignment, your calling, your gifts, and your talents, then he will provide you with the resilience to see them mature again into legacy. Tell the enemy, not on my watch. The time is now for you to pick up your assignment, pick up your calling, pick up your gift and your talent and begin to engage and nurture it the way God intended. Why would God give you a dream that you will accomplish and not give you the strength to do it? Why would God give you something to give birth and then turn around and tell you that you don't have what it takes to bring it to its fullness? Jesus told the disciples that they would be able to heal the sick, cast out demons, and lead many to know him as their savior. This was their calling. And because they never succumbed to the I can't lie, we have been inspired by the words of God that encourage us in our own faith with Jesus. Not only did you not push that ministry out and labor to see it built, but you still have what it takes to bring it to its full maturity. Imagine if Paul would have stopped. Imagine if Peter would have stopped. We would not have the words inspired by the Holy Spirit to give us the strength to keep going. We would not have the books of the Bible in the New Testament. So you are not disconnected to what you have given birth to. I declare it over your life right now that you are not disconnected. Now you may have lost your excitement for a moment, but I am encouraging, I am encouraging you to wake up out of your spiritual postpartum depression state. Grab your baby and begin to nurture it. Say to the enemy, you will not steal my calling. You will not steal my purpose. You will not steal my ministry. My gifts are still valid. My talents will still make an impact. Wake up everything the enemy told you you could put to sleep permanently. Again, why would God give you a dream and tell you that you can accomplish it only to come back and tell you that you can't? This is not God. God does not do that. He did not tell Moses that he could uh, be a, 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 a set the people free. You know, you, be used by, by, the, by God to, to lead the people out of, out of Egypt, out of bondage, only to tell them, you can't do this, Moses. You have to not believe that I can't lie. God has given you the wisdom 
and the courage to give birth to your assignment, your calling, your gifts, your talent, your purpose, your ministry. I am waking up and walking out of my spiritual postpartum depression. And I declare over you the same thing. I pray that you will live and do everything God has called you to do. You're going to bring out, you're going to bring forth, and not only are you going to bring forth, but you are going to nurture and take care of everything that God's called you to take care of. I am so excited that you took the time to listen to this podcast. I just want to just remind you that these are strategies of how to come out of being in a spiritual postpartum depression condition. Number one, acknowledge where you are sitting. Number two, shift your thinking about what God has called you to do. Remember, you're doing God's work, not your own work. And number three, don't believe the I can't lie. The time is now for you to pick up your assignment, pick up your purpose, pick up your calling, your gifts, and your talents and began to engage and nurture it the way God intended you to do so. I am ending this podcast, but I am so excited to be a part of your day. I'm so excited that you chose to listen to Speaking Encouraging Words podcast. It is an honor to be able to speak life into your life. Again, my name is Cynthia B. Jackson. And my passion is to add value to the lives of others through prayer, through teaching, and words of encouragement. You can check out my website on CynthiaBJackson.com, my YouTube channel, and my Facebook, Speaking Encouraging Words, and I'm on Instagram. Thank you so much, and God bless you, and have a wonderful day or evening if you're listening this to this any time of the day. Have a great day. God bless you.